Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Snowline Gold, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol SGD, and on the OTCQB under the symbol SNWGF. I am chatting again with the CEO, Scott Birdall. Now, Snowline Gold has been quite busy since the last time I chatted with Scott back in about the middle of December. We've had a number of drill results at the Rogue Project focused on the Valley Zone. January 27th was the last set of results from the Valley Zone, as well as a new target that was just released the news on that from yesterday. Scott, let's start with a quick summary of the drill results from the Valley Zone. Take us through some of the noteworthy drilling and even better, provide a summary of what you learned from last year's large drill program at Valley. Sure, that sounds great. And yeah, it's been uh, a while uh, since we've chatted and uh, and yeah, we've had uh, quite a few uh, big holes come out uh, in that time. Just looking back at our, our site here, I see the 3rd, the 15th, the 22nd, uh, batches of results from uh, from Valley on each of those dates. and. Uh, and generally, you know, we're seeing, I think part of the story there, you can just see in the headlines that we're just consistently hitting big runs of mineralization. Actually, all three of those, I see a headline number of at least 300 meters grading at least two grams per ton. I think that's all from surface too. So, you know, it, it just where we drill at Valley, uh, we're just seeing a very robust and continuous body mineralization come together. And so, um, you know, that's... Uh, obviously very exciting. And I think that's one of the big takeaways from from the drilling of 2023. From 2022, we had done some really big step outs and, and really kind of looked more broadly at this valley intrusion. And to the point where a lot of our drilling was, you know, way off target in the sense that, okay, we had found this mineralization here, let's step way out, see how far out does it go. And, you know, step too far out and, and drill some stuff that, uh, that we now know is not mineralized. But uh, now in kind of... Uh, reassessing and, and coming back to the okay well we know there's a lot of mineralization here and there's a lot of uh, area to play with and coming and drilling that in more detail we've really seen um you know that the holes in 2022 were were good and uh in this zone and and quite continuous and but you know is a bit of an inference to say okay well this is continuous and this is really continuous over here so you know can we uh infer that it's continuous in between them and with this drilling uh we're seeing that yeah we we very much can uh, and so really a, a really well-behaved gold system is coming together at Valley uh, with, and the, the other thing is that there was infill and step outs from the mineralized hole in 2023's drilling. And uh, we're seeing, okay, we had, you know, good grades in this hole and good grades in this hole and we drill in between and we're seeing better grades. So, uh, you know, we're still kind of finding the hottest part of the system, but what we have found and what is really taking shape is a really robust like two gram to even big zones of five to even six grams per ton uh, near surface, uh, basically at surface. And again, just as continuous. And so really just that grade distribution of having those high grades near surface makes for a very attractive discovery in, in our minds that uh, when you look at, you know, if, if you're looking at what a mine will be and what kind of uh, cash flow it could have, you know, a lot of mines, you need to do a lot of work before you really get to that prize and start really making the money. Here, this this looks very much to be like something that, you know, day one, year one, year, uh, you know, for, for several years, you're just going to be digging into high grade material. And uh, and so it's a very front heavy cash flow structure, potentially. And so that has us really excited. Um, we still have more work to do in terms of delineating that high grade zone, both internally and uh, figuring out the boundaries. There's a lot of open things on the 
uh, northeastern edge of it. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be chasing that going into uh, the upcoming field season as well. All right, a couple things that stood out to me, at least from that last January 22nd news release. I'll post figure one below this interview. Let's look at hole 70. We can see the direction of, it seems like, all the paths drilling, but then hole 70 goes right across those, right in the middle of the project, right in the middle of all these drill holes, is drilled on a totally different direction. What were you trying to show with hole 70? Uh, well, a couple of things, but yeah, you know, we've we've drilled all of our holes, basically cross-cutting the uh, the grain of this stuff. So the mineralization is these vertically uh, or near vertical sheeted veins, just thousands and thousands of quartz veins, as we've talked about before, cutting through this granite diorite. And uh, and yeah, you can picture them uh, in that figure one. They're all basically parallel to to the actual figure. Like if you were to just uh, put a piece of paper in front of your screen, there, that is the orientation of the veins. Um, and so, so you know, naturally, we've, we've drilled to cross-cut those. That's generally how you want to drill a target. But to drill down along them, uh, we wanted to see if there is any, uh, if there are any quirks that we should know about in terms of, like, does it matter what direction you drill this material at that is going to affect your grade? And, you know, this really kind of gives more confidence in terms of uh, and what we found with that hole is, no, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, as you might expect, we're kind of, instead of drilling kind of across the corrugations in a sheet of corrugated cardboard, we're now drilling down along them with that hole. And so, you know, the veins are closer to parallel to the hole. So even with a given density of veins, you're going to have a little bit higher variance where, you know, you're in one vein for longer and then you're out of one vein for longer. But when you average it out over the intervals and actually even averaging out at the sample size at the scale of our, uh, you know, one to one to one and a half meter samples, it's still pretty much the same. Uh, so you do see a little bit more variance in that hole, but you see uh, the same grades and you see the great continuity. And then the other thing that demonstrates is just continuity between the sections, the fences that we've been drilling across this thing. You know, instead of, okay, we're making tighter fences and now we see the grade is still, you know, we're still getting good mineralization. Therefore, uh, we can infer even more directly that it's continuous between these sections. Now, you know, we have a hole that just outright goes and, and connects sections and you just see the mineralization the whole way through. So that's uh, exciting to see. And then just a, a nice kind of tertiary effect from that hole uh, is that it ended in fairly strong mineralization down at depth, uh, down in the southeastern part of uh, of the hole where we uh, weren't necessarily expecting uh, grade to continue like that. So just another uh, kind of open part of the system at depth that we have more work to do in, uh, in prob- probing around. So in terms of this valley target, when you get back on the ground and follow up with more drilling this year, where is this zone open? Where do you think it's closed off? Uh, it's closed off along the western side where the uh, intrusion comes to an end there and, and you have the Hornfells. And you see that uh, somewhat on the on the northwest, although the northwest we still have some some things to figure out as to where that boundary exactly is. And down to the southeast at least near surface, you can see in holes, uh, actually in that figure one, you can see holes like 43 and 19, where, you know, the grades are definitely dropping off, but just the geometry of that drop off still holds a pretty significant uh, potential delta in terms of, you know, if it's all zero or if there's a gradient there. And and so I, I think that it would help us to better understand that. But I think the most pressing is looking at how things are uh, behaving in the north and the northeast, and uh, both uh, dipping down to depth uh, towards the northeast, but also open near surface. Yeah, so that'll be a key focus of uh, of this year's uh, program, and um, and then opportunistically, you know, where we can, we are seeing things like in hole seventy and like in uh, hole thirty nine and others where we're seeing good mineralization 
add depth at various points in the deposit. So at this point, we get more bang for our buck by finding mineralization that's right near surface. But nonetheless, if if there's a big system uh, at depth or big zones at depth that we can add to the picture, then uh, we're all for finding them. And uh, and so, uh, like I say, opportunistically, we'll be letting holes run when they're in mineralization. And, uh, and if we get to yeah, a hole that it makes sense to continue to test potential continuation of a mineralization seen at depth in another hole, then we'll likely do that as well. Okay. Uh, where in terms of future results? I know there's still some drill core in the lab. Where was that drilled? When could we expect that? Uh, the drill core we have at the lab is just our metallurgical hole. Uh, that was drilled uh, at Valley, uh, right at the pretty m- similar uh, orientation and location to hole 66, basically a twin of that hole, and a uh, slightly different dip, but uh, but nonetheless. But that's basically we've drilled a, a larger diameter core there uh, just to have more material to play with as we go into uh, more advanced tests, more quantitative tests for metallurgical testing. And for rock property testing, getting things dialed in, like okay, you know, what's your, what energy do you need to to put in to to process this stuff? In addition to, you know, finding out what the optimum grinding sizes are for different uh, processes, and finding out what the optimal process flows are for uh, for different things. So this will give us a lot of really good quantitative information in terms of uh, of how to actually approach this thing, and uh, and ultimately what the economics of uh, of extracting ore from this, and not just the economics, but the uh, the logistics uh, uh, would be, or extracting gold from, from this mineralization would be. All right, let's talk about the new management team addition. Brian Haggerty, as Vice President of Sustainability and External Relations. What's Brian's roles here? What What is he in charge of? Well, basically, at this point, he's in charge of the things that have to do with valley that are not exploration and that's a you know that's a pretty huge basket at this point but it's he's the first in a, a new arm of the company uh, effectively that uh, is really focused on advancement of valley uh, you know we have we have a burden hand there a very unique type of burden hand and a special one we'd be remiss in not paying attention to that and and really we want to accelerate anything we can accelerate we have been doing things like water quality monitoring there for uh, and hydrology measurements for uh, almost a year and a half now uh things like that getting baseline environmental surveys into place and really just setting up all the pieces we need to set up to uh to start looking towards uh, environmental assessment and feasibility studies and that sort of a thing so that's a big part of his role uh and then of course uh since the launch of the company we've always taken very seriously and, and held in high regard our our relationships with uh, with affected First Nations, and uh, and Brian has a, a, a lot of uh, great connections in the Yukon, a long history of of working here, and uh, and you know he's been instrumental already in in helping to uh, continue those conversations, to advance those conversations, and uh, and that sort of a thing. And so having someone dedicated to that role uh, will help to ensure that we're keeping those lines of communications open and uh, and strengthen our our relationship with. Uh, uh, with the Nachonaik done uh, with the Ross River and with uh, any other groups potentially affected. All right, final news release that we should get to is the one just from yesterday, February 20th, a new gold target that the company has found on the Rogue Project. Take us through what work went into finding this target. Um, yeah, so so a lot of work has gone in there. Uh, that That one has been on the map, uh, both literally and figuratively, uh, as uh, as an interesting area uh, for quite some time, but because it's it's been a, a magnetic anomaly with uh, with some interesting regional stream geochemistry coming off it, 
Uh, but this year, we really hit it hard with some uh, more systematic geochemical sampling, the, the soil and, uh, and talus fine samples that you see there, grid and contour program, and then following up with uh, with prospecting work and some some geological mapping and, and rock sampling and that sort of a thing. And so it was great to uh, uh, to see that target come together, uh, just seeing that the the footprint of the anomalism there, as well as uh, not just having the footprint and, and having these soil and talus fine samples, but having actual outcrops that you know you can take a chip sample across it and uh, and get these fairly consistent grades over some pretty uh, respectable intervals just starting out. So uh, you know we had a, actually when Valley started out, we had a soil anomaly there. We had a uh, a chip sample taken from the uh, previous operator that we had we'd optioned it out to prior to uh, being snowlined when we were just private uh, a private company and um, and they had chipped uh, about four meters at four point something grams per ton so in the vicinity it, it, in what ultimately turned out to be the Hornfels uh, right next to the intrusion of valley and so to have these kind of chip samples uh, coming out and to have that kind of a, a geochemical signature is uh, pretty exciting at this point all right look Scott we've covered a lot here thank you for taking us through the last number of news releases i'll post a link to the snowline gold website and the news section so you all can read over all that recent news and please keep sending me any questions you have for scott scott thank you again for your time i'll follow up on the back of some more news perfect okay thanks for i really appreciate the time